Good morning, beautiful ones. Welcome to Truth. It's Jam, a.k.a. the OG Brooklyn Girl. Today, we're just going to talk about something I saw on a clip from Love & Hip Hop New York on Twitter. I haven't watched Love & Hip Hop in such a long time, and it used to be one of my favorite shows. But this particular scene in the new season for New York really got me. So it was Papoose, Joe Budden, and Rich Dollars in a pool hall. And it was talking about Joe Budden's relationship with his ex-girlfriend or ex-fiance. So Papoose says to him in like, you know, Joe, you were supposed to treat your girl like a queen. There was a reason why you proposed to her. So Joe comes back and says, well, she ran. You can't put that on me, Pap. You know, she ran. She's supposed to be, you know, he's supposed to be able to communicate. Because basically the scene is set up that Sin and Joe are broken up because Joe cheated on her. Because she found stuff in his phone. So then with Joe saying, well, she needs to learn to be an effective communicator like an adult. Because Sin is younger than him. And I've noticed that when people want to pull the communication card and or don't want to own up to their shit they'll talk about how age is a factor so papoose turned it around on him and said well if you were such an effective communicator then it shouldn't have surprised her what she found in your phone and that's where they kind of cut off the scene but i know there was more discussion afterwards but just to look on joe's face after pap had said that gave him pause And it should. See, people think that when you do stupid shit, cheating to me is stupid shit. No one else can tell me otherwise. But when you cheat, when you disrespect the person that you claim to love, because he was claiming to put a ring on this young lady's finger, all of this. But then you want to talk about she ran because she's not an effective communicator. Pap is extremely right. If you are effectively communicating with the person that you're with, especially significant others, but mostly in any relationship you have, then no one should be surprised of anything that comes up. Sin should have not been surprised that he was talking to other girls on the phone, all of this. None of it should have been a shock to her system, but it was because she left because she didn't want to be disrespected. And see, this is what I, this is the pure definition of clown grown men behavior. You can't talk about being an effective communicator and blaming someone else for running when you did stupid shit. If you were effectively communicating with her, you wouldn't even have gotten to this point of wanting to cheat on her or deal with someone else. But again, people always have to find excuses for the shit that they do. But what I enjoyed about this interaction was that Pap was not going to let him get away with it. He was going to take him to task. He was going to hold him accountable. And how many people in our lives do we actually have that hold people accountable for the bullshit they say and for the bullshit that they do? To me, Pap is what I would consider one of those really ride or die in the sense of what ride or die should be. An honest to goodness friend who doesn't let you get away with bullshit just because, oh, well... He's a dude or he's my guy, so I'm going to just let him run off. No, he's not. Papoose has dedicated his life to his woman, Remy, and has dedicated everything to her to the point where his reputation is above reproach. 
Like, no one can claim they ever did shit with Pap. No one can claim that they was out with Pap. No one can claim that they were even seen with this man because he respects the relationship that he has with his woman. And there are so many times that people don't respect relationships that they have and then they want to blame other people for when shit goes left. You can't blame anybody else when shit goes left, especially when you fucked up, when you've done something stupid. And in this case, I know Joe Budden cheated on Sin. Joe Budden has a history of doing stupid things when, in the relationships he's in. The last one, he put his hands on his girlfriend. And I'm just like, why would anybody want to deal with someone like that? Like... Those are the type of people that even if you have to interact with them, you shouldn't want to be in a relationship with them. Because Joe gives off this full thing of I'm a narcissist, like everything is about me. He enjoys gaslighting. Like even in one of the scenes where he's talking to Sin and she's like, you know, well, you cheated. And she's like, do you actually think I would just get up and leave because of something I pulled on my ass? And he literally says yes. He's sitting there. In the most zen-like of moments. Not stressing, not nothing. While sin is just emotional as fuck. And that's usually when you know you're dealing with someone who is a narcissist. They love to see you be emotional. They love to see you be extra over them. It gives them this weird rush of adrenaline that that they're driving someone crazy. Because narcissism is all about that always has been it's just like it's all about me 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 and how I can get the world to be all about me and Joe Budden is no is no you know he's not exempt from this but I really really enjoyed the way Pap took him to task it was just like you're not gonna get away with giving me bullshit like he literally cut through that layer of well, she ran and she's not an effective communicator. And he was like, well, if that's what you claim, then she shouldn't have been surprised. And that's when the bomb dropped. And that's when he looked. It's like, you can't fuck around. Pap is not one of those who you want to fuck around with when it comes to actually thinking about shit. He plays chess in his head. He don't play checkers. And I was just like, yeah, he got you. He read you for filth because you did stupidity instead of being a decent individual. If you wasn't happy in the relationship, Just say so. Have the conversation. If it's really going to be one of those things where it's just like, I made a mistake, then admit you made a mistake. But narcissists and people who never think they're wrong, never think, always want to blame someone else for when shit goes left in their lives, they don't ever see that. They always think it's somebody else's fault. So for people out there, you really need to have someone in your life who's going to call you on your bullshit and you learn to deal with it. You do. You don't try and gas like motherfuckers because most people can see through it. We're so, you know, a lot of people are just used to people not calling them on it. But when you are called on it, cause and effect people, you do stupid shit, stupid shit happens to you. This is, this is what it is. So we definitely need more, definitely like, is this example, definitely more men calling other men out on their bullshit, especially in situations like this. But in a general term, people need more people to call them out on their shit especially when you know them like don't let them get away with saying certain things because again that's just feeding into the fact of oh well i don't want to bruise their ego no it's not about bruising someone's ego it's about letting somebody face the fact that we're still imperfect individuals and we still have a lot of shit to work on and 
that within itself shows a lot of growth, a lot of healing, a lot of someone who's been his whole life probably just been trying to be a better person. And I think he just wants people to be better people around him. So I didn't I thought that scene was fantastic. Um speaking of love and hip hop, going back to the one in Hollywood where now they're doing the um reunion and April and Fizz. I mean, their relationship for what it is, yes, it is fucked up that, you know, April is dating someone from the group of which her baby father is a part of. And while it's fucked up, it does happen. I don't, I can't not say it doesn't happen. It does happen. But what makes their thing so strange is that they they want people not to care but they seem to put a lot of energy into making people care about what's going on with them. And in the reunion, like when people are like, you know, you could have chosen anybody else. You chose to deal with him. You could have you could have done so many other things, but you chose to deal with him. Like, it's one of those things where people just don't understand it. But one of the group members, Jay Boog, literally got on that stage and said, we all may have issues with O, meaning Omarion, and I'm sure they do in their own various ways because, again, Omarion was the one who ended up having a solo career. The rest of them did not. And so there still could be hard feelings. And, I mean, even though the group B2K is literally, you know, that group has been broken up for years, again, people harbor a lot of resentment when someone gets a lot more shine than others. It happens. It really does. And unless you've cultivated that level of friendship where it's stronger than what the music was, yeah. But he just literally said, but you have to realize that, you know, he said, like, as long as you two are happy, that's fine. Which it is. But don't turn this into a situation where it's like everyone against you. Everyone can't understand why you would run to someone like Fizz but I'm like, is your friend group that small? And then the other aspect of it is, what did you think was going to happen? Because Fizz claimed it happened after they got off tour. So I'm just like, so you got off tour with B2K and you decided that this was going to be the perfect time to fuck around with April, knowing that Omarion has two kids with her. And whether or not it was meant to hurt Omarion or not, I don't know, because Omarion literally said in an interview, just change the narrative. He's like, as long as you are happy, and this is coming from her baby's father. This is literally Omarion to April. As long as they are happy, that's all that matters, but change the narrative. So in other words, don't include me in your happiness, because I'm not a part of it. He says the only way her happiness affects me is if it affects our children. Other than that, I could care, I could, could care less. And that's exactly what that man said. Because in his mind, if to me, it seemed like Omar's like, if you really have a problem with me, you be a grown ass man and you tell me. You don't go around or seeing shit on TV or whatever the case is. But as long as the mother of my children is happy in a relationship that she's in, it doesn't matter to me. Their relationship doesn't matter to me. And he's absolutely right. It doesn't matter to him. The only time it affects him is if his children get affected. Because I know we live in a society where everyone's like, oh, you know, once you've had that pussy or once you've had that dick, you know, it's so easy to go back. Sometimes people don't want to go back because of what it's attached to. 
people always talking about, oh, um, you know, well, we got this connection. No, you, your connection was really vagina to dick. That was it. There was a reason why you guys didn't stick together. You weren't good for each other. You were basically probably toxic to each other. You probably couldn't communicate effectively. Probably a whole lot of shit that happened as to why you guys aren't together. And I know when we look back on things, we always like to put rose-colored glasses on things, but it's usually not rose-colored glasses. It's usually a whole lot of shards of broken glass that we've tried to mend back to make it look like something that was what, what it once was when we first started dealing with each other. So for like April and Fizz, yeah, be happy, but don't start like being antagonistic about your happiness. If you were, if the, here's the thing about human beings, what I wish we would really get. If you were really happy, you don't have to tell nobody. Happiness reads off of people. It doesn't take anything for people to see, oh my God, you're glowing, you're happy. Something must have occurred. It takes nothing for people to see people in genuine happiness and in stillness and in love with themselves with what their life is it doesn't take anything but to be antagonistic about your happiness to the rest of the world because you feel it's a challenge it's not a fucking challenge it is literally you need to just be happy and i think that's why omarion was like just change the fucking narrative and he's absolutely right he doesn't need to be a part of anything that occurs with april or fizz he is the father to those two kids, and that is his baby's mom, and that is what the level of respect he's going to have for her. Whatever other issues she's having is because she can't get past the veneer of whatever she wants from him. Because it seems like she wants more from Omari than what Omarian is willing to give. And I'm just like, then that requires you either sitting, mediating, or whatever, but don't start going on these shows, throwing shit out. And then when people call you on your shit, then you human and harm like she did on Nick Cannon's show. You have to own up to the bullshit you did. And I know it's hard because especially when you're in the public eye, people are going to judge you. But I don't know how to tell people this, but you're judged every day of your fucking life. Every day of your life. Whether it's a good judgment or bad judgment or blah you are still judged when people see you and don't talk to you when you interact with people and they like well why they got this friendship and i don't there is so many things that human beings do to judge people it is unfucking believable but in this aspect if there is a problem that april has with her children's father or her baby daddy and if there's a problem that omarin has with his baby's mother or his baby mama then that's something they need to discuss between like a mediation group or have an adult conversation. Because what it seems like to me is Omarion literally is like, I'm about my kids and I'm about my money and I'm about making sure my family is taken care of. And if that's where his mindset is, then he's not worried about anything else besides his kids being happy. And as long as his, his the, child, the mother of his children is happy with the relationship she's in, then he's fine. And that's really how it should be. But people always want to make something extra. When he literally said change the narrative, he meant stop forcing your happiness and stop making it seem like something that it isn't. If y'all got a problem with me and you refuse to talk to me about it, that is a you problem. That's not a me problem. And I don't know why people never seem to differentiate that. But these two, these two cases in love and hip hop, 
it's funny because even though it's reality TV and we know some of the aspects are scripted, most of the time these people are just being themselves. And in the case of Pap, he literally was like, yo, you're not going to get away with trying to pretend that you were an effective communicator when you was doing shit behind your lady's back. No, you're going to own that shit. You're going to own it. Whether she ran or whatever, you're going to own that. And so far as Omarion goes, he's just like, I'm just here for my kids. Like, as long as your asses is happy, I'm good. And that's all I got to say about truth today. Hope you guys have a blessed and wonderful day. Um, I know it is, oh my God, it's like literally eight days before Christmas. So if you do celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. Um, and I wish you all the best. Talk to you soon. Thank you.